I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's gospel about the rich man and Jesus is a familiar one, but it is not any less confusing in its familiarity, unfortunately. Here we have a good and faithful man, one who has kept all of God's commandments. He suspected there was more though, more he ought to be doing. So he asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus looks at him lovingly, acknowledges how good and faithful he is, and says there is only one thing that he lacks. Jesus tells him, give up everything you have and come follow me. This astounds the rich man. The gospel says that he walked away grieving, full of sorrow for all that he must give away. Then he turns to his disciples and says, how hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Wow, that is a really hard statement to hear. Does that mean that rich people don't go to heaven? So they should just give up? There isn't any point? No, I don't think that's what God, Jesus is saying here. I believe and trust that this statement was made in love, like the gospel says. It was made in sympathy for this man who has many worldly attachments. And he also has a desire in his heart to know God more fully. How painful and incredibly difficult it will be for this man to detach from the security and the comfort of his possessions and surrender it all, his life, his trust, and his control to God. What this man is experiencing is a call to discipleship. Jesus calls on him to follow me. As Christians, we are all called to a life of discipleship. We are called to follow Jesus. And like the rich man, our discipleship too has a great cost. Jesus teaches us over and over that discipleship requires surrender, requires giving up of all that distracts us from God's path, whatever that may be. And it requires letting go of our self-reliance and our independence, and instead to rely fully on God. Jesus is right. This is no easy task. Like the disciples, I wonder too, how is anyone supposed to live up to this costly call of discipleship? There are some places we can look for direction. The first is right here in the gospel. 
immediately preceding this gospel passage today is the reading that we had last week about Jesus and the little children. Jesus said, let the little children come to me, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. And he continues, truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. These passages about the little children and the rich man aren't placed together randomly. They inform each other and reveal a picture of what discipleship asks of us. Little children are not self-sufficient or independent as much as they claim they are. Unlike the rich man, little children have nothing of their own to rely on. No security outside their caretakers. They are fully dependent and have complete trust in the wisdom and the protection of their maker. We also have a blueprint for discipleship, our baptismal covenant. This covenant is a series of promises that we make to God at our baptism, and we renew those promises regularly in certain church services. These are promises about what we will do as Christians to follow Jesus. And these promises can be found on page 304 in our Book of Common Prayer. And I'll read just an excerpt. Here the priest says, will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? The people say, I will, with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? And the people say, I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? And the people say, we will, with God's help. To each of these promises, the people answer, we will, with God's help. We are reminded to always turn to God for help on this journey. Like Jesus acknowledges in our gospel, how hard will it be? The road will not be easy, but we won't be alone. Jesus tells us, for mortals, it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Discipleship isn't something we can do on our own. It is a process of surrendering more and more of ourselves to God. Like little children crawling into our parents' lap and resting our head on their shoulder. We must trust. Like the rich man who gives away all of his possessions, there is no security we have outside of God. As most of you know, I'm in seminary, and one of the first things that they teach us in our homiletics class is, well, it's never intentional, 
the first person you always end up preaching to is yourself. And this is true today. Two years ago, I sort of did what this man in our gospel was called to do, sort of. I gave up my job, my career as an attorney. I sold my home. I said goodbye to my friends in my hometown and my home church. And I moved my family to Alexandria, Virginia, to attend seminary. And everything Jesus says about it was true. It was extremely hard. And it continues to be hard in new and challenging ways every single day. And it also has been incredibly rewarding. I have the privilege of learning that when I leap, God will be there to catch me. Even if none of it was how I imagined or hoped. But I know I couldn't have done any of it without God's help. Fortunately, we are not all called to sell everything and go to seminary. Don't worry. But whatever it is, we all have a path of discipleship that we walk with God. We are all being formed in God's image and being prepared daily to do God's work in this world. And whatever that is God is calling you to, do it as little children. Crawl up into your maker's lap, rest your head on their shoulder, and listen and trust and find your rest. Assured that you are loved and you are cared for every step along the way. <laughs>